Welcome to episode 159 of the X-Files Retrospective Podcast, released through Bureau 42. I'm your host, Blaine Dowler. I'm going to apologize up front for my voice quality. I am fighting a nasty sinus infection, so that is impacting the quality of the sound this week. But this week we are looking at Season 7, Episode 9, Signs and Wonders. The original air date was January 23rd of the year 2000. The action primarily takes place in the state of Tennessee. The IMDb user score is 6.9 out of 10, making it one of the lower-rated episodes of the season. And I admit, when this first aired, I was in that camp, finding this ultimately unsatisfying. It starts off with a rather frantic young man packing a suitcase, packing a gun, trying to get out of town, but he ends up surrounded by snakes in his car, tries to shoot back to defend himself, but ends up dying. There's a figure who appears and disappears out of his window. He's reacting to a medical report of some kind. We don't know exactly what it says until later in the episode. But Mulder and Scully are brought in because there's no physical evidence of the snakes, even though at least 50 different snakes bit him 116 times. As they're investigating, others start dying from similar snake wounds, even though there's no evidence of snakes in the area. And we see things like staple removers transforming into the snakes that are attacking people. The most likely suspect is Enoch O'Connor, a reverend of a fundamentalist snake-handling church from out of town, in which the first victim and his pregnant girlfriend previously were members of. They have since left and gone to another chapter in the area. Now, Enoch O'Connor is not a pleasant man. He's been known for testing people for their righteousness with the snakes, he ends up being arrested as people are dying as a result of snake wounds and you know, attacks, particularly one on Scully when he was trying to force a snake to bite her in the hand to test her. While he's in the hospital, his daughter, the pregnant girlfriend of the first victim, denies him medical treatment until the pastor Reverend Samuel Mackey talks her into it. So she allows the anti-venom treatment, but before that can be administered, the venom is visibly objected from Enoch O'Connor, and he stands up and takes his daughter back with him. When she gives birth, it's not to a baby, but to a litter of snakes. So Mulder and Scully continue the investigation, and it's only at the last minute that Mulder realizes Enoch O'Connor is not the father of the child, as was led to believe, since they found out Jared Chirp, the first victim, was sterile. That was the medical report he was looking at. But it was actually Reverend Samuel Mackey. And he was the real instigator and the one attacking all the rest. So it is an interesting episode. I think it's limited because the CGI for television budgets in these days, even for a show that had a budget like the X-Files had, it just wasn't mature enough. And the CGI morphing and CGI snake at the end are just entirely unconvincing. And it drives the audience out of the show. It also may rub some people the wrong way and get the low rating. Watching it now, that I'm analyzing it for the podcast and trying to think about it on more than just a dozen entertainment level, I realize that this does not necessarily reflect favorably on churches. The snake handler who was attacking people, is shown to be righteous, and it's his faith is the only way to explain 
the venom from all those snake bites being ejected from his body and having him walk away fine. Meanwhile, Reverend Mackey, who's much more accepted and telling people what they want to hear and is a much more popular minister, he's the one that is potentially the devil or a demon of some kind. He's certainly you know, feeds himself with a snake that comes out of his mouth that he feeds with mice. So it is very much of the ilk of the Old Testament God rather than the New Testament, so vengeful and fearsome. And this is the fourth of five episodes written by Jeffrey Bell. The fifth episode will not come until 2001. It was directed by Kim Manners, so this would be his 33rd out of 51 episodes directed on the X-Files. Reverend Mackey is played by Randy Oglesby, who's also known for Nothing to Lose, Pearl Harbor, Idle Hands, and Patch Adams. He also appeared on three different Star Trek series prior to this. Gracie, the pregnant girlfriend, is played by Tracy Middendorf. She's also known for New Nightmare, Mission Impossible 3, Scream the TV series, and Boy Wonder. 59 IMDb credits to her name. Now, Michael Childers plays Reverend Enoch O'Connor. He's only got 14 credits for TV. This is his first IMDb credit. He's got a number of short films and a music video. So very few credits to his name. He's mostly a stage actor. He's notable because he was actually raised as the son of a preacher in a fundamentalist snake-handling church. So that could be why he nails the part so effectively. This is also the IMDb's first credit for Eric Nenninger as Jared Chirp, the first victim who's dead by the end of the teaser. He would go on to appear in 27 episodes of Malcolm in the Middle, he'd be on Generation Kill, Glory Days. He now has 54 credits to his name, and is currently filming an upcoming show called Medical Police. Also known for Jeepers Creepers 2, Generation Kill 24 as Agent Davis, and Glory Days. Now, to me, the most notable guest star was Beth Grant. She's Iris, who ran the home that Gracie was staying in, and was the one killed by the snake that used to be a staple remover. She is best known for her work in Donnie Darko, Speed, No Country for Old Men, and Little Miss Sunshine. She's got a very stern look to her, so she shows up as a guest actress in a lot of work. She's got 200 and 23 credits to her name, uh, also including playing Woman with Hair But No Beard in Series of Unfortunate Events. That's the Netflix series. So overall, it is an interesting episode. If you're watching it for pure entertainment value, the dated special effects are going to be very limiting. But if you want to start digging into what it's saying about the church and the way to interpret the Bible, it's not a common interpretation. And it gives you some food for thought, whether you support that interpretation or not. As far as the science is concerned, there are so many reasons that a snake cannot also be a staple remover, or they can't just appear out of nowhere. But this does not pretend to be a science fiction-based episode. This is all about religion and fantasy and magical elements just doing the impossible through sheer force of will. So in that regard, there's really no issues with the science because it's not pretending to follow science. It doesn't work, but it doesn't detract from the episode because they don't pretend to make it work. 
That's all we have to say about signs and wonders. Join us again in two weeks' time when we look at Zeit and closure. Thank you for listening.